Welcome to Interviews for Resistance. Since election night 2016, the streets of the U.S. have run with resistance. People all over the country have woken up with the conviction that they must do something to fight inequality in all its forms. But many are wondering what it is they can do. In this series, we'll be talking with experienced organizers, troublemakers, and thinkers who have been doing the hard work of fighting for a long time. They'll be sharing their insights on what works, what doesn't, what has changed, and what is still the same. I am Sarah Jaffe, your host. Uh, I'm Sister Simone Campbell. I'm the Executive Director of Network, Lobby for Catholic Social Justice, and got some notoriety as leader of Nuns on the Bus. Everybody remembers Nuns on the Bus. Um, <laughs> so tell us what you're doing. It's Monday morning as we're talking. Tell us what you're doing today. Um, well, we're really excited around here because in about 15 minutes, we're headed up to the offices on the Senate side of Capitol Hill to deliver our letter signed by more than 7,000 Catholic sisters in the United States urging the members of the Senate to vote no on the procedural motion to proceed on this awful proposal to cut Medicaid for the most vulnerable in our nation and also to vote no on the substance of any bill that comes up. So um, take us back a little bit to the history of nuns on the bus and this, um, this organizing that you've been doing for now quite a few years. <laughs> yes, quite a few years. I'm getting old in the process. <laughs> but um, our 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 organization was founded in um, uh, 1971, and we worked on and opened our doors in 72, and we worked on healthcare all these years. In 2009, 2010, we worked really hard on getting healthcare for people who were left out of healthcare in our nation, and in that process. When it was coming up for a final vote in the House of Representatives, I wrote what's called the Nuns Letter that was signed by 59 leaders of Catholic uh, sisters' communities saying to vote that the vote for the Affordable Care Act was a life-affirming vote. I actually wrote the letter in support of the Catholic Health Association who'd come out in support of the bill. But between the time I wrote it and the time we got signatures back, our bishops had come out opposing the bill. Mm -hmm. And then we released our letter in support of the bill and uh, kind of bookending the bishops. And mm -hmm. I've been told by many that they were able to, with their Catholic faith, that they were able to vote for the bill because of our letter. So I know 29 votes that we got. So this is serious for us. This time we're taking, we are taking a letter not signed just by the leaders, though we have signatures from the Leadership Conference of Women Religious, Catholic Health Association, our organization, and other organizations. Um, these, this is a, a letter signed by the sisters themselves and all calling on the Senate to care for the most vulnerable. And it's outrageous for us as Catholic sisters who work with the most vulnerable in our nation to see that 23, 22 million people could lose health care because of this foolishness. That's wrong. And so that's the, the message that we're carrying today. Stop it. Stop it now and get serious about fixing the problems that do exist. Yeah. Um, and this fight has now been going on. It feels like the entire summer. This oh my gosh, sort of up and oh, down, it's right? 
It is. It is. Actually, it started in January and um, with the first effort in the House. So we've been working flat out for the last seven months to to get some sense into this conversation. This is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so talk a little bit about the the work um, that you do in the, the you know, I think a lot of people who aren't Catholic, who don't regularly come into contact with um, Catholic sisters, talk about the work that you do and what makes this so important to um, to your organization, to you, to the people who sign this letter. Um, well, let me just give you an example. Two weeks ago, I was in Arizona in Tucson at St. Elizabeth's Community Health Center, and it is run by um, the hospital there that is sponsored by Catholic Sisters. And Sisters work on the staff and told me that their people got care for the first time when Arizona expanded Medicaid to cover the vulnerable. Now, one of the sisters does mental health work, and she was saying so many people are terrified that they're going to lose coverage and lose access to their life saving care, that they're seeing so many more stressed and traumatized people. And it's that daily hands-on work that Catholic sisters do all over the country. And it's because we know the people, we know the worry, we know their families, and we know as a nation that says we work for the general welfare, we know this is the wrong way forward. It's wrong in faith and it's wrong in the Constitution, so stop it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, in addition to this particular health care bill, they're also trying to cut Medicaid through the budget, so it seems like this is still going to be an ongoing fight, even if the latest version of the bill that no one has seen doesn't pass. Um, so That's I know you're in this right. for, the, for the long haul, um, but what can people do to support your work to be part of this fight if they aren't already um, well, they should look at our website, networklobby.org, and you can see there, there's a section that says take action, or there's the issues under healthcare, and you can see what can be done, or you can do the simple thing and call your Senate offices and say, vote no. And some people say, oh, I'm sure my senator's okay on this. I'll tell you, all the senators need to be called in the next two days, because they need to know that there is a groundswell of we the people saying no. We will take care of the vulnerable people on in our nation. It, it's shocking to me, just shocking to me, that the richest nation on earth who prides themselves on being problem solvers can't care for vulnerable people. And the vast majority of the folks covered by Medicaid are either seniors, Disabled, children, and the working poor. A very small percentage are, are of able-bodied folks are not working. And we've got some idea that this, some Republicans have the idea that this is just a, you know, a cash giveaway or something like that. Something people don't need. It's wrong. From my perspective as a pro-life Christian, this is about pro-life. People need access to health care. So call your senators, talk to your neighbors, lift up a voice, 
where we say we the people want to want to care for the most vulnerable. Interviews for Resistance is a project of Sarah Jaffe with assistance from Laura Fayebois and support from the Nation Institute. You can find more information at necessarytrouble.org. Thanks for listening.